Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Here we go. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. On this episode, we're going to get a love night review of Celebrity Reflection. Jason just returned from an Eastern Mediterranean cruise aboard, Celebrity Reflection, and we'll talk to him here in just a minute. Before we get to that, let's talk about our Cruise Radio Insider Facebook group. If you're not a member, come on and join us. Just search Cruise Radio Insider on Facebook or check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Also, our Cruise Radio News segment, quite popular. If you go to our news articles on cruiseradio.net, you'll find a news summary audio soundbite above the article. You can listen to the article uh, if you don't want to read the article or if you're in a rush. So uh, just check that out, Cruise Radio News as well. All right, on to this week's interview. Jason and his family just returned from an 11-night Eastern Mediterranean sailing aboard Celebrity Reflection. I love that ship. And he joins us on the line right now. Hey, Jason. How are you, Doug? Thank you for having me on. Good, man. So uh, normally our listeners call from the United States, but uh, now you're from the United States, but you're actually calling from outside the United States. Where are you? Where are you? No, I'm actually in Dubai. I work. I am an American, but I live overseas and I work here in this area. Nice. Wow. That, that is so cool. So let's jump right to the Celebrity Reflection Review then. So uh, before we get to the ship itself, Jason, let's take a step back and talk to us about what made you want to sail Celebrity Reflection. Well, it's interesting. There's a, a lot of reasons actually wanted to sail this. My wife and I, we've sailed uh, five other cruise lines and every line we try, she's always been saying, I want to try celebrity. I want to try celebrity. So that was, it's always been on our radar a little bit. And also a few years ago, we sailed the Western Med on the Norwegian Jade, which I highly recommend. That was a very good itinerary. So we needed to hit the East. Mm-hmm. So then we just started looking for cruises that went to the Eastern Med. And then we found that celebrity went there and it's the newest ship that they have. So we're like, let's do that. For sure. Plus, we just had a baby. He's a little over a year old now and traveling with a baby. I was trying to find an itinerary that had a couple of sea days and that wasn't port, 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 because Mm -hmm. the last time we did the med, it was like a port every single day and we didn't want that. So the reflection went there. And it was another really good bonus, too, is that it actually has a stopover in Istanbul. So the fact we wanted to sail celebrity, we wanted to go to the Eastern Med, we had a baby and it went to Istanbul. This cruise was perfect for us. Nice. Now, getting over to the med from the States here, like for me, I go through Miami, then into Rome. It's probably about a nine-hour flight. What kind of flight is it from you going from Dubai to Rome? It's not really bad at all. Uh, From Dubai to Rome, if you do a straight flight, I think it's about six hours, but I'm cheap. So we did the uh, cheap flight, which had us a layover. On the way over there, we were laying over in Paris. And then on the way back, we laid over in Amsterdam. But the whole entire trip, even with the layover, was 10 hours. So I guess we flew about the same time you would. Yeah. Gotcha. As the crow flies, it's very close. I got you. I got you. So let's talk about uh, you get to the cruise port of Shiva Shavekia. I think that's how you say it. How was embarkation there for you? It was uh, it was amazingly smooth. They definitely have this as a well-oiled machine. They, they, they had some trouble taking pictures of our baby. That didn't work out so well mm-hmm. for our cruise card. But once we got through that, we uh, blew in there and they... Uh, were very accommodating to us because we had a little one. They let us go through the premium line, even though we're not premium. This was our first celebrity cruise. So I think tops, we couldn't have been on maybe 20 minutes when we were on the ship. I have to ask you because I am a huge fan of the Solstice class ship. I was on Celebrity Reflection a couple of years ago. What were your first impressions, Jason? Pulling up to the ship, I mean, I've sailed on some big ships, so this didn't, this didn't look huge, but it was grandiose. I, I was... 
I, I just thought I found it incredibly classy that as soon as you step on, they hand you a glass of Prosecco. I love that the ship didn't look like a tacky Las Vegas hotel. I love cruising, but I, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that some of the, I feel that some of the cruise ships look really over the top and the decor right. is just cheesy cheese. The reflection is not that at all. I'm sure that Celebrity doesn't get a lot of first-time cruisers, but if they if the reflection got some first-time cruisers, there would be people going on cruises constantly because the ship is just so cool. Like, there's several things about it that I the little things that they do so well, like their background music, the music that's playing when you just walk around the ship. It feels like I'm in South Beach or something like that. And, and I also I love the lighting like they use lots of pinks and blues. The lighting scheme of the ship is very well done. It's just it's super trendy. I, I, I loved it. Don't they have a uh, like a, a tree suspended there? Yeah, there's a tree suspended right in the middle of the atrium, and then there's a, the tree grows up, and then at the bottom there it is a metal reflection of it. So it kind of signifies there's the real tree and the fake tree, and they reflect one another. And and um, there's an area there called the hideaway that has like a little treehouse that you can hang out in and read books. Um, the the atrium is really a cool area. They also do some shows there at nighttime. They have some bands there by the tree. It's really nice. The hideaway, quote unquote, read books in there. I'm sure a lot of people read books in there. Um, let's yeah, talk, exactly. Let's talk about the uh, the stateroom aboard Celebrity Reflection. Uh, what kind of stateroom did you have, and what were your thoughts of it? We uh, we booked an ocean view. I wanted to get a balcony, but this honestly is not the cheapest of cruise. I mm-hmm. highly recommend it, but the itinerary is not extremely affordable. So we, we wanted something in the mid range. Plus, I really liked that the ocean view staterooms, they're on the same, they share uh, the split deck with the atrium and guest services, as well as the main dining room. And amazingly enough, there the noise, you can't even hear. So you would step out of our room and you would walk maybe 20, 30 feet down the hallway and smack you in the middle of the atrium where the music and everything was playing. So we liked that, especially because we had a baby in a stroller, that we could leave our room and go straight to the main dining room without going up or down the elevators. And, and that guest services was right there. Um, for somebody that wants that convenience, the ocean views on the reflection are really good. And it was it was really spacious. I mean, I've sailed uh, NCL and NCL doesn't have big lines, but Disney's, Disney's room seemed to be quite large. I felt like it was nearly as big as that. So, I mean, it was it was good. I like the uh, – this is very minor, but I like the fact that the in the bathroom, in the staterooms, they have the – it's like a glass – not curtain, but there's not a shower curtain, right? Yeah, there's, there's doors. Yeah, yeah you can shut the doors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So let's talk about food here on Celebrity Reflection. The ship has, of course, the main dining room, and then it has the Lido Deca buffet area plus a couple of specialty restaurants. So let's start up top and talk about the uh, the buffet area. How was that for you? Well, we hit the lunch buffet as soon as we got on the ship, and I'm very glad. My wife and I, we like to go to the main dining room. We like the uh, elegance of it and the the luxury of going to the main dining room. But I'm glad that we were able to hit the buffet for lunch the first day. Really, it was a massive selection, and they were really good at keeping the food fresh. We didn't get to the port early. Um, We got kind of boarded late. And it seemed like the food was fresh and brand new everywhere we went. It was very good. The breakfast buffet was outstanding. They also have an outdoor seating area that is in the very back of the ship. And that was great, waking up in the ports and having breakfast out back outside, looking at Istanbul or looking at Ath- the port of Athens. It, it was it was really good for I think I think that all we did, we only ate in the buffet once, but yeah, we had breakfast there several times. I guess I should call the buffet the Ocean View Cafe because I'll get a listener email if I don't refer to it That's by right. its correct name. So the Ocean View <laughs> Cafe. Let's uh, let's go down to the main dining room now. What were your impressions there? 
So you don't get any listener emails. The main dining room is called Opus. Um, okay. <laughs> we, we absolutely loved it. You know, the one thing that we knew from listening to your show and from reading is that uh, celebrity is known for their dining. I have to say mm-hmm. the first day our dining staff was totally scrambling. Like my wife and I were looking at each other like, what is going on? We were th- this was our first dinner. And we thought, man, this this cruise is not going to be what we thought it was. <laughs> they just didn't have their act together. But that was an isolated issue. The rest of the cruise, it was outstanding. We would come into the main dining room. They would order my baby's food first, and it would be there on the table when we would arrive. So I would walk in, my drink, they knew what I drank, they knew what my wife drank, and my baby's food was already on the table for the rest of the cruise. It was, <laughs> they were really slick about it. They were overly accommodating, really very good. And the food was top notch. I can't, every single day they surprised me with another dish that was amazing. And I'm a, I'm a foodie. I will tell you if the food was not good, and I was honestly very impressed with it. What dining did you have? We actually, because we booked the cruise not that early, we were forced into the, what I, I can't remember what they call it. It's the anytime, anytime dining, I think. That's not what Celebrity calls it, but we didn't have a time. But the first thing that we did when we boarded the ship before we went to the buffet is we went straight to the maitre d' and we asked, we asked her and she gave us an she gave us an early seating and a table for four that we were able to have the entire time. And the other thing is I, I appreciated that celebrity they didn't try to hide this as an option. As soon as you boarded the ship, they were telling guests over the the cruise director was telling them, if you want to change your dining, if you want to change your your arrangements, feel free to go to the Maitre D. So I knew I was going to do that anyways, but I thought it was really cool of them to to leave this as an option, even though it really wasn't when you were pre booking. And Celebrity calls that Celebrity Select Dining. Celebrity Select. There That's you go. Correct. Yeah, very nice. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, did you do any of the specialty venues on there? I want to do, I every other cruise we've ever gone on before we had our baby, we used to hit every single specialty dining. But mm-hmm. in case the baby acted up, I didn't want to ruin anyone's experience. <laughs> right. I would love to have gone to Murano, but you can't even bring kids in there. But right. we thought about the Tuscan Grill because we both really like Italian food, but we had spent three days pre-cruise in Rome, and plus we didn't want to have possibly have the baby scream, like I said a moment ago. So everyone was said, go to Cuisine. You have to go to Cuisine. That was an outstanding experience. We ended up going there twice. They have six gourmet purees that they serve for steak toppings, but they serve as excellent baby food. So we went to Cuisine, and we ordered absolutely almost everything on the menu. They loved hanging out with our baby. The staff in there was fantastic. The entire presentation experience was wonderful, so we went back there again. I would really love to have tried more of the specialty dining, but I wanted to be a considerate guest to the other people. Sure. I have to say that Celebrity's corporate food team in Miami is really on point because the onboard food was remarkably consistent. Like every single dish was top notch and it didn't fluctuate in quality. It was never a hit or miss. It was always really very good, but cuisine was even better than the MDR. Cuisine, is that the restaurant that has like the whimsical food in there? Yeah, they have all these crazy things like they have uh, dynamite shrimp and they had this amazing ball of crab that was mm-hmm. wrapped in noodles and then deep fried. It was like a crab cake the size of a baseball and the noodles were deep fried. It was just really creative. I, I guess it's tapas because everything is a shared dish and they have things coming out in crazy sculptures. That That's the one that has the sushi lollipops. That's the sushi right. lollipops. Yeah. Gotcha. Really good stuff. Did you? Uh, get I, if, if you'd go celebrity... All the listeners out there, you got to go to cuisine. It's a must-do. You go to the creperie at all? We did not. No. I uh, 
I went there and and I said, "You guys are five bucks, right?" And they were like, "Sir, we were five dollars five years ago." I was like, "Oh, okay. I must have read that, but yeah, it's ten dollars now." But we did go to the coffee shop every day. Something that's awesome is that the classic beverage package includes all of the specialty coffees. So every morning, I'm up there getting espresso, getting a cappuccino for my wife, getting hot milk for the baby before we go on to port. So I, I highly recommend, obviously, get the drink package to drink, but it's pretty cool that even in the classic package, the luxury coffee is included. Very nice. So uh, let's talk about entertainment aboard Celebrity Reflection. I thought the production shows were really good, but I felt like there wasn't quite enough of them. We we had 11 nights, and there was only three production shows. And they, they had the dancers perform in the atrium like two or three other times. But I kind of felt like I never saw them. Like I, I know some a lot of the cruise lines work their dancers to death. They're handing out towels when people are going on shore and getting back on the ship. I felt like I never saw them. So even though the production shows are really good, I, I feel that the reflection needs another one. The cruise was so long that it just felt like it was days and days before we got another show. They had a singer and a comedian. I watched both of them for a little bit of time. But to be honest with you, I wanted to get to the casino and play poker. <laughs> so I, I didn't miss any of the production shows, but I didn't stay for the entire singer or the comedian. But both of them were good for what I saw. Um, the entertainment around the ship, though, was really outstanding. They had this guitar player that would play in the martini bar. He would like make percussion sounds with his mouth, and then he would record it, and then the recording would loop, and then he would play more instruments, and he was like a one-man band. That was a super hit. And then they had a house band that just joined the ship called High Five. They were really outstanding, too. They played in the atrium a lot. They played everything from Michael Buble to Michael Jackson to songs from the 40s to songs that came out last week. They were really super awesome. And then they had this DJ pair, a guy and a girl that were like, uh, they spun together and they played in a lot of the bars and they they kind of turned the cigar bar into a club one night. It, it, it was like really hard house music and that was really entertaining. But surprisingly enough, my favorite show was the Top Chef show. Uh, one yes. of our sea days, they did uh, the Top Chef experience and it was, it was guests of the ship getting to join in and compete against each other in cooking contests. And I, I thought that was really outstanding. Well, since you did have a couple of sea days, uh, how did the ship uh, handle itself on sea days, both inside and out, as far as the general flow and all of that? It was funny. I actually thought of you, Doug, while we were on our sea day. I was like, I was thinking, I wonder if Doug would think that the ship is moving slowly, right? Uh, smoothly right now. But it was the, the crowd on the pool deck was definitely jamming. The pool was constantly slammed, but it never took us longer than maybe five to 10 minutes to find two chairs next to each other to sit down at the pool. We would always be a little bit late than everybody else because with a baby, things take longer. So we were like the last people to get to the pool every day, but we found chairs. I was very happy happy with celebrity because they were pulling the towels of the chair. Nice. If there was a towel, I even saw them take somebody's book and an iPad away that had been sitting in a place for too long. Like I know the carnival does that, but it was nice to see celebrity doing that too. And nobody was upset about it and never, and, and uh, it went well, but the rest of the ship on the sea days was like, there was no one even there. It was crazy. And I know that we were at a very high capacity because I requested a room upgrade just to try my luck and I didn't get it. And they told me several days into the cruise that it was nearly full. And it was really, really smooth in terms of moving around the ship. Uh, I, I must say, though, that the schedule of daytime entertainment on the sea days seemed a bit thin in comparison to Carnival and Royal and Norwegian. There seemed like not as much to do, but that didn't really matter because we were spending family time together. We, we also hung out on the lawn club a lot during sea days. The lawn club is super cool, especially when you have a baby. Mm -hmm. My baby loved crawling all around in the grass and everything. It was pretty cool. 
I love it because the lawn club, people are walking on it like uh, like it's they're walking on the moon or something. Like, oh my gosh, it's live grass yeah. at sea. Look at this. And they've like, never seen grass yeah, exactly. before in their lives. I, I love it. So uh, we're coming short on time here, Jason, but uh, let's wrap it up with uh, what ports did you hit and which one was your favorite? We hit Santorini, Istanbul, Kusadasi, which is uh, where you can see the ancient city of Ephesus, uh, Mykonos, Athens, and Naples. Beside the fact that Rome is one of my favorite ports in the world, I think my favorite was probably Mykonos. I thought that was really cool. Mykonos or Santorini, it's a tie between the two. Nice. Did you do excursions there? Yeah, we did excursions, not in Mykonos, because we just wanted to walk around the town. But in Santorini, we went all up to the city of Ia, and we took a bus all around. We saw that whole entire island. All the rest of the cities, we did excursions, though. These are not cities that you can go to and not do excursions. I mean, if you're someone who does ports on your own, go for it. But you would really need to do lots of homework to be able to see everything. Sure. And uh, first-time tips you may have for anybody sailing Celebrity Reflection. The Reflection is an amazing ship. You are, you are not going to have any issues with it. It's really worth the extra price that you'll pay in comparison to the other lines. Traveling with a small child on Celebrity is no issue at all. They are fully equipped for it. There was always a high chair when I need it. There was always food that was perfect for a baby. And specific thoughts on this particular cruise, try to do it in May or June or September or October because July and August is just smoking hot. I mean, Athens mm-hmm. was super hot. So I, I highly recommend the Reflection as an amazing way to see the Eastern Mediterranean, but try and do it in the shoulder season if you can. We've been talking with Jason about his 11-night sailing aboard Celebrity Reflection in the Eastern Mediterranean. Jason, my friend, thanks for being on the show and great talking to you. Thank you, Doug. Love the show. Keep it up. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.